Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Sheila Darling Coaching. Sheila Darling is a social worker, certified hypnotherapist, and mindfulness meditation teacher, and could be your start to a more peaceful life. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packaged in California, USA. Uh, and uh, we'll hear more about these sponsors later, but uh, these sponsors make this podcast possible. So please head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page if you need anything. Check there and see if you can give any of our sponsors uh, any business. Uh, and while you're there, you can scroll down and enter your email address and get episodes sent straight to your inbox. Um, and I also want to say and ask, um, many of you might know, or maybe you don't, I don't know, whatever. We, when, um, when we upload the uh, episode onto the podcast, onto the website, they, I use a, um, I use an image from the community because like a year ago, I asked everybody to send me photos so that I could, you know, use pictures of people in this community as like the little thumbnail image. Um, there's not really any way to give credit there, but like, at least you could just see like a, it's not like a stock image. You know, I love the real images of actual like people. Yeah. Me I mean, too. stock images are actual people too, but they're not, they're like kind of posed, you know, I just have people in this community. Yeah. Um, and I also like, we like to make memes about, you know, breastfeeding information or whatever. So if you have any photos that you would be okay with us using, um, please send them in um, to badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. And um, we would love to use them and we would love everything like breastfeeding little newborns to toddlers to pumping to bottle feeding to because we talk we cover we cover all these topics and um if i have an image that's relevant for the topic it's really i get really excited about these things <sighs> so all kinds of people all kinds of breastfeeding and chest feeding please send them in um and like i said bottle feeding or sns or any kind of whatever breastfeeding is to you send it in and um, yes, Badass Breastfeeding Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any images, that'd be great. Thank you. Yep. And now Diane has our review of the week. I do. You just have to be sure that you're okay with that image being put out all over the place. So as long as... Yes, we will use it publicly. Yeah, so we will if you're use okay it with that, yeah. And our review this week came from Instagram. And I'm not quite sure. I didn't put the date on it. So I don't really remember when it came out to us. But it comes from HBC 555. And she said, just wanted to say thank you for a great podcast. I'm a NICU nurse following my lactation dreams. I became an IBCLC last year and I'm about to start my first LC job this month. I've been dreaming about this for seven years. Your podcast is so fun to listen to. I'll definitely be a better LC. Thanks to you, badass ladies. Heather. Oh my God. That's awesome. I know. So I just, I love when we get the health professionals. I know that's what, yeah. I mean, I love everybody because obviously everybody is spreading the information to everybody, but with the, when it's the health professionals, it's like they have such a reach and we do people that they come into contact with, you know, yeah, it's amazing. And we do get messages a lot from not necessarily, you know, reviews of the week, but messages from people who say, you know, like, this has been a great journey for me. I'd like to become a lactation professional. How do I go about doing that? And I think it's great because we need you. We need lactation professionals yeah. on the planet. If you're thinking about it, if you're on the fence, like just do it. It's like a career that you can't 
you can't go wrong. You're going to be helping. You're going to be helping parents and babies. You're just going to be. Yeah, so it's amazing. So thank you so much for the review. Like I said, she sent that in through Instagram. So, um, you know, if you need to get creative in how you send us reviews, that's totally fine. We get them. We love them. But if you want to put it on iTunes, that's really helpful for us too. So go ahead, send us your thoughts. And we love to, we love to hear what's going on in your, in your world with your baby. And today... Yep. Oh, wait, I had a little story I was going to sell. Oh, yeah, so, tell it. yeah, because it had a little bit to do with the um, with the sleep thing. So I listen, we have um, Sirius XM radio and I we listen in the house and stuff like that. So I was listening to it the other morning while I was, I don't know, eating breakfast or something. And there's one particular station that I listen to and they've got the same, you know, morning personality. And she was talking about how Jennifer Lopez's twins turned 13 this week. Oh my God. I know. Isn't that crazy? I don't, I had no idea. Yeah. So um, I I remember when they were born only because I follow like crazy anybody that has twins. I'm like psychopath about, (laughs) but so she had these twins 13 years ago and, and she posted, must've posted something like on social media, Instagram or something about Twitter, who knows that she had, you know, her was her twin's birthday. She was bringing them breakfast in bed. Um, she was making breakfast for them. And the, the morning personality on the radio was like, you know, such a sweet picture of, you know, JLo with her twins. She was like, they were in the same bed, which I thought was a little strange, but whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, like we're never going to get past this, are we? We are never, and it just like on the heels, of course, it's the same week we put out the Tracy Castles episode about Oh my sleep. God, we should send it to her. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this will never go away. The family bed concept for people will just, it's just so, it's such a strange concept to our society that I mean, and I was, and of course, I, I'm somebody, my twins slept together till like they were like 13. So for me, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Of course, I'm going to say that's awesome. Wait, that's the normal. kids were in bed together? Or yeah. The mom was in there. No, the kids were, the twins were in the same bed. Oh my God. Why is that even a thing? I thought you meant like they were all in the same bed together, which is also not a big deal. But right. Can, absolutely. Okay. And she, maybe she but does, the but two she was kids? like, Ugh. yeah, the two kids were in the same bed. Oh my God. So the DJ was like, okay, you know, this picture was her bringing them breakfast. She might've been in bed with them before she got up to get them birthday breakfast. Who knows? But it was like, you know, JLo's bringing them breakfast and they were in the same bed, which is strange, but whatever. Like, that's exactly how she said it. You know know. what? If you have a thought in your head that just comes, you know, you don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. (laughs) You know what? You don't have to. Just because you have a little tiny little, little, little like stray thought that goes by, just Sometimes you could just let it go. You know, you could just be like, oh, hi, thought, bye, thought. You don't have to say, you don't, you know, you don't have to be just like this verbal, like, sprinkler. You know, those, like, <laughs> golf course sprinklers that are just like, <laughs> you don't have to do that. And no. generally, if you have a thought like that, it's not a good one. Right. Just keep it to yourself, uh, you know, analyze it later. So I thought that that was just so fitting uh, yeah. because we talk so much about how the normalcy of the family bed and everything. And I mean, it's just so our society is, is just so foreign to that. It's and so it's, sad that it intimacy is. like that between twins. Mm-hmm. 
What is it not even accepted? I know. God. No. If I saw my kids in bed together, I would be like, oh my God, don't move. I got to get the camera. <laughs> not killing each other. Not wrestling. Yeah, right. yeah. They're, wow. They're actually getting along. They're actually like sharing an intimate moment. Yeah. God, why does anybody have anything to say except like that's beautiful and like wonderful? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't take it. Now yeah. I'm mad again. I was going to have a fun episode and I have to be all mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I just needed to tell that little story. Yeah. So that's a good one. this episode has nothing to do with that. No, it doesn't. But if you but didn't listen podcast to podcast does. So. Yeah, absolutely. But if you didn't listen to Tracy Castles, definitely jump on that episode because it's amazing and you won't regret it. But this week we're going to talk about body modifications, which is another cool topic. And surgeries. Right, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a cool topic because people have a lot of questions about it, especially tattoos. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're like, can I? Is it safe? Because this is a time, right, where like people are often inspired to get them. You mm -hmm. know, your identity is kind of is shifting, not kind of, your identity is shifting in major, major ways. Um, you probably fought through like really difficult times to get a breastfeeding, chest feeding relationship going. Um, and you are going to just feel like really empowered by that. And you're going to, if you're somebody who's into tattoos, you're going to be like, oh my God, I want to get this. Is it safe? Um, right. And so we're going to talk about all that tattoos, um, nipple piercings. Um, what else? That's those surgery. Are the big ones, yeah, I those guess. are the big oh, yeah, ones. Surgery, all kinds of surgeries, um, which we realize that tattoos are not surgeries, but these are all things that kind of like people wonder, like, is it safe for me to do this right now? Whether it's you know, a tattoo or is LASIK or anything like that. Like, yeah. So we'll just break it down. So what should so, we start with? Yeah. Well, I don't know. My first page is nipple piercings. And yeah. I feel like there's so much information about this. I didn't even so much stuff. I didn't even think about um, when looking into this, um, but nipple piercing. So there's a couple of angles to go at this with. So if you already have a nipple piercing um, and you're like, I'm going to have a baby, like, I'm going to, can I, can I, breast chest feed with a um nipple piercing um you can and mm -hmm. there's a few things that you want to like really kind of remember about this is that the the most important thing that i've gathered from this is that it's healed the healing part of a nipple pierce piercing is the most important part so if you have one if you've had one for years and you're gonna you're planning to um breast or chest feed um, you're good to go because it's already healed. It's like, you know, you've got the, you can take the jewelry out. That's another thing you really, really need to make sure you're taking the jewelry out every single time that you put your baby to your, to your nipple. Um, because obviously they can, can't get a proper latch when there's, um, jewelry on there. And, um, there's also bacteria on that jewelry. There is. Yep. Bacteria. And we don't obviously want them to suck it off and swallow it. Yeah. Um, so, and nipple piercings, what can actually take a really long time to heal. They can take sometimes like a year or two to heal. Uh, so if you're, if you're pregnant and thinking about getting one, it's not a good time right now. Um, if you are breastfeeding and you want to get one, you should probably wait because it's going to need to heal. I mean, just piercing your nipple while you're breastfeeding is going to just really kind of throw things i don't know that you'd be able to find anybody that would do it yeah well that's like, true yeah. that's actually true nobody would do it yeah i don't so, think anybody yeah. will do it that's a good point people do wonder like i have had a lot of families 
that have had a nipple piercing at some point in their life, but Uh not when they've been breastfeeding and or chest feeding. And they're always concerned that it's going to somehow still interfere. And I've never seen it interfere in any way, as long as the jewelry's out. Right. I mean, like some theoretical concerns are like milk leaking out of the piercing hole, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like mastitis or clogged ducts or whatever. But like, no, you, if you have a piercing, you can totally breastfeed. Now, the only thing that I would that I kind of had to chuckle about when I was reading up on it, you know, just to make sure that I had all the info was them saying that. Well, you should get it. If you want to get a piercing, get it, you know, a year and a half before you become pregnant. Right. Who plans that? You well, know, like, it's, yeah, you know, right. so what, one of the reasons was because of healing, that it takes exactly. so long for it to heal and the right. hormones of pregnancy and, and things like that are going to interrupt that process. Yeah. Your breasts are going to be changing shape in major ways. Yeah. So if you happen to get a piercing and then three months later end up pregnant, then you probably have to take that out. And, to, and then just like redo it again you after the baby's weaned. Yeah. yeah. Cause it might not yeah. heal well for you and that's right. going to cause a problem. And if you're breastfeeding right now and you want a nipple piercing, it's better to wait until you're done. Mm-hmm. I feel like that goes without, you know, could you, I, ma- I mean, nipples I are can't so imagine tender. Wanting a n- I, mean, I can't imagine wanting a nipple piercing while you're breastfeeding, but you know, people just are different. So somebody might. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're wondering if that would interfere with breastfeeding, yeah, that probably would. But if you had it and took it out, it's fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're going to have any issues. Yeah. As long as no. everything's healed, you're not going to have any issues. Right. Um, and I think that's all I have for the. Yeah, I think tattoos piercing. are the bigger, the bigger question. The piercings might happen beforehand and people say, oh, I did have my nipple pierces. It's going to be a problem. Right. Um, and this, the short answer is no. Right. Go, exactly. Absolutely no reason to not breastfeed. No. Just remember to take it out before every feeding. But tattoos are something that we get asked about Tattoo, quite a yeah. bit. And there's a lot of discussion around that, too, because there are things to, you know, there are things. I mean, there's things to take into consideration, but these are all things that I think you would be taking into consideration even if you weren't breastfeeding. Absolutely. Now, you know, do you have a tattoo? I, yeah, I have two tattoos that were very much before I had children. Yeah, I have many. So this is kind of, kind of funny because I did my, um, my blog that's coming out this week is actually on tattoos. Oh, cool. So I already had a, and that was like totally accidental because you know, I don't plan anything. So <laughs> the, I did a lot, you know, a bunch of research for it just to have some good information to put in the blog. But in the blog, there are some like statistics and things like that about how many people that get tattoos and what a huge, huge growing culture it is. Yeah. Tattoos now. And the majority of people that get tattoos get them in a place that you can't see them, which is where my most, the majority of mine are in places where you can't see them if I have clothes on. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's, you know, that's what happens a lot of the time with people. And you get a lot of questions about, can I, can I get a tattoo if I breast, if I'm breast or chest feeding? And again, the short answer is yes, you can. If you can find somebody to do it, 
Because if you say, hi, I'm breastfeeding or chest feeding, I'd like a tattoo. The, ma- the majority of the tattoo artists are probably going to decline. They're going to say no. Right. But it and is that's safe. For their own, you know, that's really for their own like liability. Yeah, absolutely. It's their own liability, but it is safe. It is safe to do. There's no, um, there's, there's no research behind anything negative happening. It is recommended to wait until the baby's about nine months, but there really is, you have to, like you said, you have to follow precautions. You know, if you're pregnant or pregnant, if you're breast or chest feeding or not, you have to follow precautions when getting a tattoo. You don't want to get a tattoo in somebody's basement. Right. Or, you know, like somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I'm just practicing. Can I give you a tattoo? No. Yeah. Like, that's, well, don't do that ever. No, never do that. Make sure that they're reputable. Make sure you know other people that have been to the shop. Make sure that you, that they have clean materials, every, all of that stuff. Yeah. And I have more to say about that too, but should we take a break and hear Holy from cow. awesome oh. sponsors? I know. Yes, we should. Time flies when we're having fun on the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's hear from our sponsors. Absolutely. Okay. Today's episode is sponsored by Sheila Darling Coaching. A new baby can add intense amounts of anxiety and depression. No sleep, feeling overwhelmed, looking at your sweet baby and wondering how this tiny human can cause so much chaos. The transition to parenthood is an entire identity shift you weren't prepared for. If one more person tells you that this time goes by so quickly, you might just punch them in the face. Transitioning to a new family member takes patience, self-compassion, and support. Sheila Darling Coaching can be that professional person that Diane and I are always saying there is no shame in getting. Sheila Darling is a social worker, certified hypnotherapist, and mindfulness meditation teacher, and could be your start to a more peaceful life. Head to SheilaDarling.com to schedule your consultation today. And mention the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast when scheduling that consultation, and you'll get 10% off of a coaching package. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packaged in California, USA. The The Tahitian Collection includes the Island Bliss Shampoo and Luscious Island Conditioner, Protective Protein Mist, and Tahitian Hair Oil. These are formulated with oils such as coconut oil, linseed oil, and jojoba, jojoba, jojoba oil. <laughs> am I saying that right? Jojoba oil? I think so. I think I am. Um, mongongo, mongongo oil. Wow. These are mouthfuls of words here. I love it. <laughs> mongongo oil sounds luscious. And argan oil. Um, these oils provide extra moisturizing to control frizz, prevent breakage and restore dry and brittle strands, leaving your hair luscious, shiny and soft. I love this line. I use it myself. Mm -hmm. All of original sprout products are paraben and phthalate free, safe for everyone, vegan and cruelty free. They are not just for babies anymore. Check out the entire line at originalsprout.com and use code badass for 25% off of your purchase. Uh, and these sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes also include further information about things that we talk about in this episode and at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You will also find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. And this week's shout-out 
just disappeared from my phone. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it is Me Shape Up LLC. Uh, this is this she could be found at um, Purpose I Am on Instagram, and this is a wonderful uh, account about wellness, um, pregnancy, fitness specialist, infant toddler nutrition, and a mental health advocate. Um, these are all obviously wonderful topics that we very much promote. Purpose I Am, uh, the word purpose, and then I am all one word on Instagram. And uh, this account also owns um, Parents You're Not Alone. It's That's another Instagram account, Parents You're Not Alone, um, which is a really cute account about um, just like weird, funny things that were captured on video of kids. So a fun thing to put in your account. So check those out. And um, let's get back to tattoos. Um, yes. Oh, my papers are messed up. Okay. So, yeah. So a lot of, the, so most of the problems that come with tattoos are improper aftercare. Yes. So absolutely. if you are caring for your tattoo properly and you got it in a, re, you know, a licensed, respected, reputable place, um, you need, and, and then take it upon yourself to actually care for it properly. You won't have any issues. I mean, a lot of the inks are made with heavy metals, um, which people, might just choose not to have and that's obviously within your right to not to choose to not never get a tattoo obviously some people don't ever want to um but the ink does not go into your bloodstream it does not go into your milk um tattoos are there because they're in the ink is injected right underneath the the skin and it's walled off uh -huh. there so it doesn't it doesn't go into your blood. That's why they're there. That's why they're permanent because they're there and they stay there. Um, but the bigger, the bigger risk, like Abby said, is healing. Mm -hmm. And after you have a baby, contrary to the six weeks, society tells you that you're healed. Your body is not necessarily prepared to fight off all sorts of infection right after you have a baby. So the longer you wait, and the better care you take of the tattoo, the less risk there is. The biggest True. risk is you right. getting some kind of infection from this, the, from not taking care of it well and passing that to your baby when you're breastfeeding. That's the bigger risk. Right. And that's, and that's completely within your control. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you can control that. Um, and like we already talked about waiting a few months and having a, you know, a, a, a little older baby is a good idea, but all, you know, these, um, tattoo places, um, I was looking on Kelly mom and there's a couple of links here, the association of professional piercers and the association of professional tattooists. Um, and there's all kinds of information on these websites about like reputable, um, tattoo places and the, and universal precautions is, um, what all these, um, places need to follow, like as far as sterilizing their equipment and 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 the and the 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 safety precautions go way beyond that just of the cleaning of the of the instruments there's all kinds of like things that they have to follow to make sure that you know that they're that they're clean and all of that which mm -hmm. is why if you go to one of these places you're in good shape and this is one of the things i love about this community this like this body mod community is that they are serious 
about being safe. Yes, they are. You know, if you are, you know, these these artists and these places that are that are the reputable places, um, they're serious about being safe and they're taking all these precautions and they take it very they take a lot of pride in it. So you can you can absolutely find a place that's safe. Um, one of the things I did read was that um, you can't donate breast milk. If you've received it, re- you know, recently got a tattoo, if you're breastfeeding, they won't take your donation of milk. I don't know how true that is. They also will not take blood donations after you've got a tattoo. Okay. So I'm not surprised because there have oh, been yeah. a few times where when I used to donate blood quite a bit, where it was yeah. within like a time frame that I had gotten a tattoo and was told I could not donate because I had a new uh, t- tattoo that was less than a year old. So, so just keep that in mind if you are a milk donor. Or if you would like to milk, donate milk and you also want to get a tattoo, is that you might want to wait mm-hmm. on that. Um, I think that's all that I've got on that. Yeah. Should we should move into surgeries because it's almost time. So I just want to say, since we're going to talk about surgeries, if one more person hears that they cannot breastfeed after getting contrast dye, Oh, I'm going to kick somebody in the throat. <laughs> contrast dye is perfectly safe. You are okay to breastfeed if you have to get a contrast dye. Say that louder for people that are sitting in the back. It is okay. It's okay to have contrast dye. And I know that that's not a surgery, but sometimes that can lead to a surgery. So Contrast dye, if you're not aware, is something that they might give you if you need like a CAT scan or an MRI or something like that. Ultrasound, like it is okay. It is not contraindicated for breastfeeding at all. So many things are not that we are being told they are. Like any kind of surgery, people are like, oh, general anesthesia, you're going under general anesthesia, so you have to pump and dump for 24 hours or 48 hours. No. Stop it. The reason why you're awake is because it's not in your system anymore. If you can hold your baby, you can breastfeed. What I always tell people is we do this for C-sections. Right. All the time. And we allow those, we not allow, we recommend, we encourage those parents to breastfeed, chest feed after C-section surgery. That is a surgery. I know, I know it's, it's discussed like it's not, but cesarean is a surgery. Yeah, it is. And some, and some, some really powerful drugs come with that. Absolutely. And sometimes even being put under, depending on the situation that you need to have that C-section, being put under general anesthesia. And it is encouraged to put that baby right to the nipple when you are awake. It is no different if you have to have your gallbladder out or right. if you have to have knee surgery or if you, ha- you know, that is, there is no difference there. You can nope, still, you're good to go. Right. You can still feed. That, I don't. Yeah. I mean, all of this comes and then the medications come into it. Well, I have to have the surgery and they have to be on this medication. Don't it's fine. You need to recommend your doctor get the app called LactMed, LactMed. And they can look up all the medications on there. And the vast majority of them are totally safe. It's much, it is much worse to upend a person's life who is breastfeeding their baby or toddler or whatever 
then it's not it's a non-issue and people's lives are being like thrown into chaos because Uh of this and people are panicking and they're being recommended these things for no reason i mean like in the dental work oh nitrous oxide it's fine i x-rays x-rays are fine all of that is okay and i do not i i uh i do not want any family to decline a surgery well yeah and then that's what people do right yeah. and then you're you're struggling to get by because you need a surgery to help you feel better or to take pain away or whatever the situation is that you would need this surgery mm-hmm. and you decline it until you wean your child and that's not okay you no, are being told necessary. that you cannot that you cannot feed your child because of liability reasons it is not that somebody looked up this information in your surgeon's office and said, oh, this is not safe. They right. are there's not no, looking there's no, They're not looking at evidence for this. And I recently was speaking to a nurse practitioner just randomly because actually it was like a prenatal appointment. And she even agreed that that's what is being told. And it is because of liability reasons. And they always say, well, you might want to wait until you're done until you're done feeding mm-hmm. your baby because that's easier for them right the only thing is lasik eye surgery because i was reading that hormones can change the shape of your cornea not for everybody but sometimes it'll change the shape of your cornea really and so if you get lasik surgery like while you're i don't think people would while you're pregnant or while you're breastfeeding then it might when you're while it continues to change while you're pregnant and breastfeeding then it could not work very well. Interesting. Yeah. I read that. I don't know how, and I've heard that before. Um, so, I mean, that's just something to think about or discuss. But again, that's not because we always are worried about unsafe, the yeah. baby. That's right, what right. everybody's it's worried not- about. Nobody can, nobody thinks about the, the breast or chest feeding parent. Right. Like let's, right. let's consider there. Cause you're not going to have one without the other. You have to think of both of them. So, right. it, yes, something might be perfectly, perfectly safe for the baby, but it might not be safe for the parent. Right. Or it might not be as ideal for the parent. Right. Might, 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 might not be a great time. It might be better to wait, yeah. but usually not. Um, and things like implants, just real quick on a really huge topic, <laughs> <laughs> like implants, um, you can still breastfeed. Mm-hmm. And breast reductions nowadays, they do as much as they can to to um, protect the lactation function of the breast. So you can still. My actually, a friend of mine had a breast reduction surgery, and she's having a baby. So I can let you know how that goes. Yeah, I do have a lot of clients that did go on to successfully feed. Yeah, um, yeah. Do, there's a lot of there's a lot of variables there. It's not yes there's or no. There's a ton of variables, and but it, you should try. Oh, yeah. It's no reason not to. It's not like, can I breastfeed or should I not? You should absolutely go ahead and do it. And when you run into problems, you can work with a lactation consultant through those problems or supplement if needed. Um, But you can still, you know, attempt that breastfeeding relation, chest feeding relationship um, for yourself. And I mean, you see this all the time that families think they're done having their children. And go ahead and get these modifications. Yeah. 
and then end up pregnant again. It happens. Totally. You know, it, so it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't take away from that. You, you can still feed your child. It's okay. Don't let anybody tell you no. Right. And the thing that really just upsets me about it is like how much of a panic people go into because they were told by this trusted resource that they couldn't do this and that it's not safe. And it's just not, that's not true. I got an email, I think it was this week from a listener that was going in for a surgery and asked about, you know, how soon after general anesthesia can I feed my child? And I gave her the standard response, you know, as soon as you wake up, as soon as you feel like you can hold your child, you can feed your child. And don't forget, we also encourage families, you know, parents that are breastfeeding, chest feeding, that have had cesareans to feed as soon as possible. And she said, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it like that. I had a cesarean too. And I did, I did feed right away. So I know that that's okay to do. And thank you so much. They just made it sound like, you know, I, I, I couldn't feed. No. Well, I think that these, that's why, you know, it's so helpful to put things in, you know, to, to, to state things like that, to kind of put it into perspective, because then that helps you, you know, all along the way with all of your decisions, you know, you, you're like, okay, wait, yeah, let me, let me weigh the risks and the benefits here. And I'm so glad that she thought to reach out because how many people just say, oh, I can't. Okay. And I'll get a lot. What I get a lot is I need to, I need to know how to wean my baby really quickly because the doctor said I need to wean before I can, you know, have this surgery or before, you know, cause I have to go on this medication and I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. Right. This, this is all unnecessary. And your doctor just doesn't know. And they don't have the time to, you know, to, to know everything. I get it. Um, but that's why they have not specialists the for this. That's stuff. why. Yeah. Right. That's why there are lactation consultants, but that's also why there's a, like a LactMed app. Like, please just download it and look things up. Like and you're going to be looking it up. They look it up anyway to like, make sure about the dosage, you know, as far as your like height and weight or whatever. You know, they're going to double check these things. I had a doctor do that once. So actually, actually was like, actually was the croup king when he was a baby. Oh, God. Like constantly is horrible. And so we went one time and he'd got this like little, the steroid mm. pill or whatever you take. I can't even remember how it was distributed, but, you know, it was, I don't know, three or six months later, he got it again and we went and he was like, okay, here, so you're going to take this amount. And I was like, no, that's different from last time. That's a different amount. And he's like, well, he's growing. And he like looked at, he took his little phone out and he looked it up and he said, see here, this medication, this, this weight is what's recommended. I'm confident that this is safe for your baby. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, you know, so you got your little gadget there. Download another app. So they can do it. You can totally do it. I mean, it really. And just be like, oh wait, you know what? Yeah, this is safe for lactating parents. Yep. Totally. So anyway, hope you learned something. Hope that was fun to talk about tattoos and piercings. And and now I, 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 I really want like a, I really want a breastfeeding inspired um, tattoo for myself. And I know. I'm still like, well, I think I know what I want. I just need to have somebody like a talented artist draw it because it's, I can't draw it. 
I'm not getting that tattooed on me. I know. I can't draw either, for sure. So I don't know what to do about that. Now, if you want more information, we do have other episodes on surgeries and medication, not surgery, but medication. I know we have another episode oh, on medication. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll link it in the notes. Um, so that if you you know need to listen to another episode, you can do that. My blog is coming out this weekend as well, or this week as well about tattoos, if you want more information there. But hope it helped. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.